what's up, dudes? <laughs> what's up, dude? What's up, dude? I was ready for round two there. We could just jam all night. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We got it. Welcome into uh, week eight of the fantasy football season. I am your host, Zach Ziegler, joined by my co-hosts, as always, Garrett Duncan, Braden Skoog. How are you boys doing tonight? Wonderful. Phenomenal. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing great. I'm very excited for what uh, what we're going to talk about tonight here. Uh, there's been some craziness in our fantasy leagues. Uh, the Give Me Some League, tighter than ever. And then I made a big trade in the Shit Dynasty League this week. So we're going to, I don't know, probably kick off the show here with some fun own league talk. That sound good to you, boys? Let's do it. For sure. All right. Well, uh, I, I was I do want to say I want to talk uh, more about the Shit Dynasty League this week. Uh, you know, I feel like we we've kind of maybe excluded it a little bit, um, but it's it's an important league and there's there's things that are happening and uh, and we're gonna get into it. But first, <laughs> I want to talk about our Gimme Some League. Uh, it's our, our our main league, boys, and there's ten teams in it. It's tighter than ever. Uh, basically, I'm at five and two. The rest of the league is at four and three or three and four. Just one, one game back of second place. And uh, yeah. And then one guy's in, in last, but how, how are you guys feeling right now? I mean, my team has just escaped complete disaster <laughs> and I'm tied in second place. I'm in that four and three group. My team hasn't been great. They've been very bad, actually. Uh, but here I am. I, I, I'm I'm in the running in week seven. I don't hate my odds this week. I could be in the running in week eight, and you never know when a team can turn around. So I'm just happy to be there. Hey, you're in second place, man. Braden. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting three and four. Not the record I was hoping for, especially in this league. It's so competitive. There's only four playoff spots. It's like you want to get out hot if you can and take the pressure off, be able to make those moves for the playoffs. I'm liking how my team is set up. I think I have a good team for the stretch run, but it's close, very close for comfort right now. So I'm you know, feeling good, but I know it's going to be a brutal stretch run here. It's going to get intense. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm nervous. It's intense every week, and I'm checking everyone's matchup every week. Um Garrett, you got an easy win over Tom, a.k.a. the best team in the league last week. Uh, I, had a, I, I had a good week, though. Shout out to Tom. Uh, happy belated birthday. I think it was his birthday this last week. Happy birthday, Tom. Um, no, okay. Garrett, your team stepped up. You, you were second highest scorer in the league. It was nice to see out of you for once. Braden, you had a, a heartbreaking loss to Chris, mainly because your team just didn't show up. Um, you benched Jordan Addison, but it wouldn't have even mattered. Um, it's a rough showing, but um, your team is—it's so good. You're the third highest scorer in the league, and your your ceiling is better than anyone's. I do like the ceiling. It seems like it's either like go off or nothing. So it's been pretty stuttered so far this year. Hopefully, you can find some more consistency. But yeah, man. I mean, honestly, the the X factor was that Dustin Hopkins pickup by by Garrett. I was gonna pick him up later on, and then I saw him pick him up, and you know, at the time, it's like, oh, whatever, it's another kicker. But then. You see him Money. just go off. That Money. Was, oh, man. But He's going to do know, that the rest of the year. That's, that's he's going to be that, uh, that one league winning kicker. A, was it Nick Folk or something? Just had like a <laughs> nuts run. Young Way Koo just had just epic seasons that carry you through the playoffs. <laughs> no, Gary's relying on his kicker to do that. I had Lady Luck come back around for me this week. Going into Monday Night Football, all was lost. I was down by 19.8 points, but I still had a Christian McCaffrey to play. He gets me 21.1, and I win by just over a point. And I moved to 5-2, and two, sole possession of first place in the league. That was huge, man. I mean, me and you were talking about it earlier in the day. You're, you you need a 20-point performance from C-Mac. When he plays, he gets you that. So, like, yeah. as long as he's playing, he's not on a restriction, which he wasn't. He was questionable all week. But 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 he got you it. He, he got you he exactly it. what you expect. Came it through. It's not a dud from him. And uh, you get a win because of it. No, I was watching yeah. that closely, man. I'm happy for it, especially after the heartbreaker last week. It's crazy, too, because the Vikings D was actually, like, stuffing him as good yeah. as anybody ever has, really. But it, 
he, he still found a way. <laughs> Our Minnesota Vikings came through. And I wouldn't I wouldn't call Eric out of it completely. I but would. That, that 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 was a tough loss for him because like he has a decent team. When you have Stefan Diggs and AJ Brown going out there every week, it's like you can have decent weeks. He needs an RB too, but I think he's number five or six in scoring for our league. So he's just had a really brutal schedule. He should probably be at that three and four, maybe four and three mark. But uh, it is what it is. That's uh, that's the gimme some league. <laughs> <laughs> Sums it up right there. Um, you you guys want to talk about the Shad Dynasty League? Yeah, well, Zach. Yeah. You, you remember I had a trade in this league earlier in the week before your major one. Oh yeah, you had about. a minor trade. Keaton was I mean, talking to me about it. It, it. it wasn't quite minor, but it, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a dynasty breaker like yours could have been. I'm not going to call it yours a dynasty breaker, but Ooh. um, yeah, I traded uh, Calvin Ridley, my yep. guy this year. Uh, maybe been a little underwhelming, especially last week. Uh, and in return, I take Adam Thielen and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. And that was before the games last week, right? That was before the games last week, yeah. Did you play both of them? Uh, Adam was on bye. Oh, yeah, of course. And I did not play Kareem Hunt. Um, okay. But I, going I, forward. I won pretty easily anyway, um, so it's okay. But it's, uh, it's, it's nice to, to have those two in the squad. I'm excited about it. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, that trade you made was with uh, the one and only Dr. Piss, MD, University of Phoenix Online, right? That, that, that is correct. <laughs> the legend. Uh, he's, he's, he's such a fun member to have in the Shadonesty League. He's a great like, member to have. Like a lot of people in this league have never met him. But I feel like he's everyone's favorite person in this league. I mean, he, he's a he's a league he's a year, week one or year one Tom in our in our oh, dynasty absolutely. League. Tom became beloved in our league and so Tom quickly. Tom is in this league too, and Tom yeah. is in this league too. <laughs> but Storm but, has taken Doctor Piss has taken it up a notch. Yes, Tom either needs to bring back the videos or else Doctor Piss is going to be the league favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's a battle going on now, um, but I mean. Speaking of Dr. Piss being our favorite league member, I went and made with a trade with him this week. Um, and I think that we've got to get some background on this trade to, to really appreciate the pieces that have moved. Let's hear it. All right. So Dr. Piss, he went full rebuild this year, but somehow he's, he's six and one first place of the league. Um, now his running backs are young and good and his wide receivers are young and good. But his quarterback and tight end are trash. He started Baker Mayfield and Johnu Smith last week. Okay, that that's not a league-winning you know quarterback tight end combo. Um, and I've got extra quarterbacks and tight ends. I've got Patrick Mahomes and Tua, and I've got T.J. Hawkinson and Sam Laporta. So I approached Storm and I said, uh, "Are you interested in Tua or Sam and or Sam Laporta for a potential RB upgrade for me?" He said, I love my RBs, but uh, I need a quarterback and tight end. And I said, who do you prefer, Laporta or Hawkinson? He says, Laporta, obviously, number one tight end on uh, Keep Trade Cut. Big dynasty riser at the tight end there. And uh, and so anyways, I traded Storm, Tua, Sam Laporta, Brian Robinson, and Antonio Gibson for Devon A. Chan, Traylon Burks, and his 2026 first round pick, and also Johnny Smith. The headliner is Johnny Smith, obviously. Yeah, big tight end upgrade for me there. Sam Laporta to Johnny Smith. <laughs> no, um, I mean, seeing that come through, that was a crazy trade. I mean, and I think what's interesting about it is it. It's so, I mean, to me, it's such a win-win because there's such different pieces. You have a super high upside game-breaking running back. You have a first-round pick. You have a potential, you know, reclamation first-round pick in Traylon Burks. And then on the other side, Dr. Piss gets that stabilizing tight end force that could be a top three guy for his entire career, potentially. Who knows? And then Tua. And so it's like he's, you know, he's set at quarterback and tight end for however many years. Devon Achan could be a flash in the pan for two years, but when you multiple championships in that time. And so it's just interesting that I caught him. I think it's a great trade. 
And and he got Brian Robinson, so you know, no slouch at running back. Hey, and Antonio Chris Gibson. Rodriguez is the new RB one over got, there. I don't know if you heard, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he got the dual Washington running back situation. However, this pans out, he's a winner. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> if B Rob or Gibson goes down, boom, you've got a guy that can slot in. But uh, I got Devon Achan, who I think has the potential to be like the next Christian McCaffrey type running back like this dude is electric with the ball in his hands and he's only played you know four or five games as a rookie um but keaton said it in in the in the group chat that uh, zach loves devon Achan and he would do anything to get him and you know i offered what i thought i could get like i could give up and still get Achan back and 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 both of us be happy so that's the guy i wanted um, my, I've got a young quarterback, you know, I've got tight end, I've got receivers. I got everything. I just needed that running back, that RB one to catapult my team for the next four years. And I think a chance, the guy, and I pick up a, a first round pick three years out and, you know, I can use that to trade around to maybe win a championship next year. So oh, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy that you got to keep, Patty Mahomes and TJ Hawkinson just with the depth that you had. So like you don't lose your starter and you bring in a Chan. Um, I mean, you lost, you lost nobody. I mean, you really didn't give up a piece on your team that you couldn't, you couldn't win without this year and you bring in a potential league winning back. So it's like, I mean, that's, that's the kind of moves that could win you a championship, but that dolphins running back situation is, incredible if if there's a running back that takes control of that and wins it but he's got to be the one and he probably is but let's see if he's healthy and let's see let's see how it all pans out and and one one last thing he's he's out until week 11 so like and i'm not i'm three and four right now i need to finish at probably eight and six to get the six seed um but Braden, did you have any comments no, yeah, I mean, I just think it really fits the timelines well, too, because I think it makes sense for Dr. Piss on his end. It's like I'm getting a great, you know, I'm getting a solid quarterback, top 10 quarterback easily, you know. That's he completely score. rebuilt his team, and he has Anthony Richardson on his IR. Yep, I, I, which I guess, yeah, thinking about that, paying up for a backup quarterback, but I guess in the meantime, it makes sense in your 6-1. and one, I mean, if you can steal a ship this year, then that makes everything worth it, you know. Although um, I, I but, almost don't like the trade he made with me for – for him and for his oh, yeah, team Calvin after Ridley. the trade he made with you. That's, That's true. He, like, I mean, for, for one year, I'd rather have Adam than Calvin Ridley just for the rest of this year. And if you're trying to win now, which is what that kind of move says, I'd probably rather take Adam and Kareem Hunt. For yeah, sure. but he already has Bijan and James Cook as his other two running backs who are That's great true. young guys in, in Dynasty. And he's got, you know, um, our guy Jordan Addison He's got uh, Zay Flowers. Flowers. Yep. He's got Josh Downs. He's got, you know, and, and your guy Calvin Ridley now. <laughs> like, he's got a core at wide receiver. And so, yeah, his team's as good as any. And he's a, he's a lock for the playoffs at 6-1 and one right now. For sure. Yeah, I do think Ridley has, you know, at least, you know, you could argue he probably has three years of value, including this year, for sure. you know, for sure. And Thielen and Kareem Hunt could drop off a cliff or hunt. You know, oh, yeah, this is pro- this is job. probably their last year. I mean, I, I don't like I don't like the odds that either one of them are are good next year. But they could also be league winners this year. So it's, they, they yeah, could. It's, it's that whole yeah. I know. I I mean, I think both trades really make sense. And sometimes it's like you you just got to take what you can that makes sense of timelines and things. And it's interesting. But yeah, I know. I think like for sure the ceiling part of the trade goes to Zach. Like if if everything hits, I mean, even if like. I mean, you have the X Factor trail on Burks hitting too. I mean, that could really propel your team. Well, I think that um, Dr. Piss is adding these building blocks, and then he's guessing that by 2026, when that first round pick goes to you, he'll be in contention at that point, so it won't be as much of a loss. So I, you know, I just see it on both ends. I think it's a it's a really nice trade, honestly. Yeah, at the time, I I didn't see any as a major loss for him by any means. So. The drama that ensued afterwards 
uh, I, th- I think was probably unwarranted. And I think yeah. that there have been significantly worse trades <laughs> made in this Dynasty League. Such worse trades have been made in this Dynasty League. Uh, Jesse brought up Justin's trade from two years ago where he sold off all of his good medium-aged players to Keaton for like one first-round pick in three seconds. It's like Diggsy, Debo... Joe Mixon, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, at the time, for like these late draft picks. And you know, (laughs) it it, it didn't work out that badly for Justin other than being 0 7, and he still had no way of being good. But (laughs) Stephon Diggs is really the only player leaving that trade that you're just like, that's a major chip. Now, you think that with Kyle Pitts, too, moving forward, he's got to have better quarterback play. But for the the last two seasons, Stephon Diggs has really been the only one that was really worth starting each week. Sure, and actually, but it, was, you... it was actually in December of last year. I was when you guys were saying two years, oh, I don't yeah. say it was actually December of last year, so it makes it look just I guess a little one bit year better. Ago. Mixon's fallen off a cliff, but at the time, it was egregious. Yeah, it was middle of the yeah, season, for sure. or like, yeah, towards the end. But uh, yeah, I think that w- we might have to get Dr. Piss's thoughts in a couple weeks, you know, look back and see if our teams move up or down, if there's any regrets. Um, be interested to. to hear what we've got to say at a later date so with that said i think we got to get into uh this week here week eight fantasy football um any headlines or or things that are going into the week here um i know we noted uh some injuries um do you guys want me to read off things injury wise that are popping up this week sure yeah go for it (laughs) All right, so, I mean, Bijan, he sat out Sunday, basically, only scored 0.3 points. That caused a lot of drama um, in the the fantasy community. (laughs) No, no, you're good. Uh, He he killed your team this week, Braden, so it's it's tough. Oh, it hurt. That was was wild. It's just one you don't foresee coming. No. I mean, they were going to investigate it by the league. (laughs) I don't even I can't even think of a case of that happening except for like decoy games you know but yeah you usually know they're hurt going into it so that might be a factor you know (laughs) it was wild yeah I think it was in a gray area we'll we'll see if anything comes of it Deshaun Watson he got injured cleared for a concussion mid-game but didn't return and the Browns are better off without him and they paid him 230 million dollars to just be this dusty quarterback who can't get healthy and is bad even when he is healthy. I didn't know what happened when I was like watching on Sunday or just like checking in. I thought he got benched and I thought that would have been a reasonable response <laughs> to how to how bad he is. Um, so interesting that it's actually injury. Yeah. The Browns yeah, have been weird. gifted two wins these last two weeks without him. I just, I wish the worst for that franchise and for that quarterback. Um, moving on Packers defense all got injured. The Vikings are going to play him this week. Luke Musgrave, he got destroyed uh, and he, he got knocked out of the game and Kareem Jackson, who laid the hit on him, got suspended four games. Um, pretty dirty safety, Andrew Sendejo-esque, but, uh, <laughs> other big in- injuries just quickly here. Gerald Everett, Kenneth Walker, Tyler Lockett, and Deontay Johnson aren't practicing into Thursday. Um, so some, some names there, especially Kenneth Walker, another, another one of Braden's beautiful running backs. <laughs> no, don't go. They've been staying healthy. Um, but, but moving into, uh, waivers pickups, um, you know, our waivers ran on Wednesday. The big name this week was Dalton Kincaid. Braden, you got him for 14 bucks. Um, you know, I got Josh Downs for eight bucks. I feel like he's kind of a young rookie. That's maybe we'll talk about here in a, in a second. Um, and then Garrett, you got Deonta Foreman because you don't have any budget remaining. So you spent $0 and you got him. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty surprised on that get to be honest, but um, <laughs> I might start him this week. We'll see what happens. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I think, I think let's just get into our budding stars here. Let's we'll talk about guys that we own in less than 50% of leagues and less than 25% of leagues that um, we think are worth picking up. Could be a flex play. Could be a, a stash for for the future. Um, Garrett, who's your guy this week? That's owned in less than fifty percent of leagues. I went with Daryl Henderson. I was frantically, not frantically, 
but I was aggressively trying to make a trade on Saturday last week as Daryl or Daryl Henderson is just sitting sitting there, and I'm just like, man, I really want to go get him. I cannot justify dropping any player on my roster to get him, so I'm going to do a two-for-one if I can. Uh, comes out and has a big week, uh, gets a touchdown. Um, he's on Keaton's that, roster. He's on Keaton's <laughs> roster. Um, I mean, he's not going to be there forever. He's not better than Kyron. He'll probably won't be on the roster once Kyron's back. Um, but until Kyron's back, I, I feel pretty comfortable playing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Braden, who's your guy? Yeah, I chose Devin Singletary. Um, this is one, you know, there's some more obvious ones out there, but I try to pick one that is a little more under the radar that people haven't been looking at that is probably available overall. But yeah, just, you know, Damian Pierce, he had that one game right before the bye, like two games before the bye, I think, where he had all of the carries. And then all of a sudden the next game it comes out and Devin Singletary had a big game. And I think, you know, the this, this situation is a lot shakier than it seems. And I think Singletary could be getting some decent work and, you know, maybe down the line he even takes over the job. So I just think he's a good end of bench stash if you're RB needy. Absolutely. My guy, Josh Downs, uh, wide receiver, Indianapolis. He is rising up, up, up. He's in the, the high 40 percentage owned. Um, if he has one more week over 10 points, this guy's going to be started. He's going to be owned in 80 plus percent of leagues because Josh Downs, uh, rookie wide receiver for Indy is just He's been breaking out. He's had a couple good games now. Went for 125 and a touchdown last week. Um, Gardner Minshew's slinging the ball to him. So Josh Downs, uh, if he has one more good week this week, he could be that league-winning guy that you're, you're looking for. Um, Garrett, who's your guy owned in less than 25% of leagues? I, it's it's kind of nasty, but I went with Trey McBride. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona tight ends have been getting targeted uh, quite a bit. Zach Ertz was decent, and Trey McBride's been decent. I wouldn't want either one, but with uh, Zach Ertz going on the IR, Trey McBride, I think it's a solid stash here. See what happens in a week, and if he gets 10 targets this week, then maybe you just feel comfortable starting him from there on out. Yeah, I mean, wh- why not for a, a breakout tight end? Um Braden, who's the guy that you wanted to uh, talk about that's owning less than 25% of leagues? Yeah, I'm going to go with Michael Wilson. Um, I brought him up before, and obviously he's been a he's been a waiver wire darling at times as well. Um, but, you know, you, there's news of Kyler coming back. Um, you know, he's already shown he has the ability, and I just think with that, you know, with that coming up, with a, a improvement at quarterback, he could really start to shine. So I think he's just a good guy to pick up, too. That could be a second-half league winner. Yep. My guy, I <laughs> I don't know if I would actually pick this man up, but I wanted to highlight his name. It's Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's a free agent running back right now who last week said, I'm going to announce what team I'm signing with this week. And he hasn't yet. <laughs> but if he does sign with the team soon, there's no reason you shouldn't pick him up because he could come in and be that, you know, 60 yards and a touchdown every game kind of guy. Um, so Leonard Fournette, na- name to watch to see if he actually gets picked up. <laughs> <That's so laughs> and funny. then once, once that happens, that's that he's my guy. <laughs> he like said he was signing with the Bills, then it was like, never mind, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're sorry, right. guys. You're right. He like has a meeting and immediately thinks he's going to be signed. <laughs> yeah. Iconic. Um, all right, I want to I, I want to get into um, our, our next thing here, our who's higher segment. We do a little trade advice, value check on players. It's fun to make trades. Garrett and I each have done it here in the last couple of weeks, and this is the the time to make trades. You know, the the trade deadline is you know quickly approaching. You got to build the right team to win to win a championship this year. So, Garrett. Tell us about a guy you want to know the value on who's, uh, you know, rising, could be a sell high or a buy high th- this week. Jordan Addison, go get this man or yeah. trade this man. I mean, sure. I, again, it's kind of the same situation we were talking about with Raheem Mostert last week, but you ride this out when Justin Jefferson's not in there. They're going to keep throwing him, keep targeting him, and he's a dog. He is him. Number one fantasy receiver last week. I mean, Money. He, he's probably the leader right now in the NFL for offensive rookie of the year. 
It definitely oh, yeah. shouldn't be Stroud over him, although it probably is at this point. It's a quarterback award. But it's like, I mean, if you're an owner, you probably want to keep him another week or two, see if that value goes up. But, I mean, it is it is skyrocketing right now, and he looks like an absolute steal as the fourth receiver off the board in this draft. Yeah, fun to watch. Pridden? Yeah, you know, as a as an owner myself, I mean, after last week when he had three receptions for 30 yards and a touchdown, I was like, is he actually going to emerge like I want him to? And I was thinking about trading him, but he showed that he can do it without Jefferson. So as long as Jefferson's out, I think he's a he's a must start. Uh, it's just tough with Jefferson coming back. Like, what do it you, is tough. What do you, you know, I mean, you think he's, you know, Jefferson will open up some things for him and maybe Kirk has more trust, but, you know, you don't know for sure. So it's just, it, he's so tough to trade for, you know, I think it's really good for someone that needs to win these next few weeks and, you know, and then they're willing to go for the upside later and maybe Jefferson's can open some things up, but I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think for Addison uh, is a dog? I'm with Garrett. He is a buy. I'm fully aware. This is a Homer take. Um, you know, I think maybe unbiased, you can, show more hesitation uh, once Jefferson comes back that he won't be good. Nah, he's him. He's going to get targets. Targets are earned. You throw to Jefferson 40%, you throw to Jordan Addison 40%, and you win games. So um, I'm willing to buy high on Addison, knowing that he still isn't in that top tier because of that uncertainty. Um, And so I'm thinking – Mike Evans, I mean, I guess he's playing tonight, but uh, you could maybe use him plus a, a Damian Pierce or something to get Jordan Addison. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think someone would take that for sure if they're not buying into it and they need a guy long-term, especially with how much Evans is blowing up. What do you think, Garrett? Yeah, I, I mean, I would lean Addison on that situation and it's maybe with how people perceive Damian to be. So you might need to give a little bit better back if you're gonna get that if you're gonna get that trade done. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's close. I mean, you, you, Mike Evans has been pretty consistent this year. Maybe four booms, two busts. Um, but like, yeah, if you can get a player that you think is gonna go out there and have a pretty good week each week, and trade Jordan Addison, and if you can upgrade two or upgrade one position and, and not take that big of a hit on another, I think that's close. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire here. Two names. Who'd you rather have, uh, Jordan Addison or Puka Nakua? I saw that, and I I, I gotta stay with Puka. Yeah, it's okay. been too good. Puka for sure. Braden sticks with Puka. Um, I I I'll take Addison. I know Puka's <laughs> him, but so is Addison. Other one, Jordan Addison or Adam Thielen. That I'm gonna go with Addison. I just think the ceiling's higher. Really, Braden. I could see it easily burning, but I am skeptical with this new play caller in Carolina too. I could see things changing. Um, and you guys know me, I've been a Thielen skeptic, so I'd go Addison, but it could totally, he could still just be <laughs> that guy the whole rest of the year. This man has been burned by, by <laughs> Thielen through six weeks harder than anything. And he still sells Thielen. And uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm team Addison this week. How could you not be? All right. Um, Braden, who, who's the guy that you wanted to talk about, get get their value on? Yeah, I – oh, well, I have – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, this was the person I picked up first. I was like, did I highlight someone different? <laughs> uh, no, Jerome Ford is a guy that I chose um, that I think right now is falling a little bit uh, just because of the injury and people are dealing with buys and things like that. And I think he's There's a good no pickup. Yeah, I just, just mean, you know, <laughs> just people are hurting on, you know, personnel and all that stuff coming up. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, like, I mean, I know Justin, for example, he could use a running back and he just lost Jerome Ford. So if you can find an RB needy team that needs someone right now and you can move for Jerome Ford, I think you can get a decent deal for him. And they have an incredible uh, playoff schedule. Not incredible, but it's a, it's a good one. And um, he's shown he can make the big plays. You know, he, um, he, you know, he can go for a big touchdown run. He can make the catches. So I think he's someone that's worth targeting and maybe you can give him a little bit of, little bit of a discount because of the injury. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, people didn't spend a lot to get Jerome Ford. So um, he was a waiver ad in every league this year. And so hopefully if you're trying to buy him off that, that guy's team, he doesn't need a running back and you can maybe swap a, a wide receiver of a lower caliber to get um, 
that that running back. Um, and so, I I mean honestly, like you it, you could throw out like a Cortland Sutton or a, Mar- a Marquise Brown for Jerome Ford, and they they might be willing to sell that to you because of that injury for this week. For sure. And part of my thought process too is if someone got Jerome Ford, they either picked him up before the season, which is unlikely, or they spent huge fab on him because they were RB needy to begin with. So my guess is that unless they had some good waiver additions, it's like if Jerome Ford's hurt, they probably need a running back. So if you can give someone that's a little bit lesser now, plus, you know, a lesser wide receiver or something, just get them somebody to start that could, you know, will be a starter the rest of the year that might work too. But yeah, I think that would, you know, like a Marquise too would be a good move because he has that, you know, people are loving that upside with Kyler um, coming back here soon. So yeah, no, I think that's good. Garrett, do you have any thoughts on Jerome Ford's value? Yeah, I think if you're going to buy, now's the time. Um, you have the injury. He's going to be out a week or two here. I think the buy, they've already passed. Brown's buy. Uh, but, I mean, Kareem Hunt is there. I don't see Kareem Hunt taking the job um, outright by any means. So I think if, if you like Jerome Ford, and, and I don't see how you couldn't just absolutely dislike him, I guess, um, because of that playoff schedule now's the time but i think i think you got to do it now or next week and i think you can probably buy him pretty low um but i think he's got a possibility to to go off all right rapid fire would you guys rather have jerome ford or josh jacobs i'd probably i'm gonna go jerome ford (laughs) i'll go jacobs um would you rather have uh, uh jerome ford or aaron jones um, <laughs> Jerome Ford, <laughs> Brayden. That's tough. I, oh my gosh, um, it's tough with the injury with Jones. I, I maybe I'd go. Yeah, I might go. I might go Jerome Ford, but I think okay. Aaron Jones. You know, they just haven't been using him very much. But I could see him totally going off the rest of the year. But right now, Jerome Ford, I think maybe it's tight. Yeah. I, I, I would say the unbiased Zach would pick uh, Jerome Ford here, but uh, I hate the Browns organization, and so I'm picking Aaron Jones here. Poverty so I, guess I, I like the Packers organization more than the Browns. Shocking! Wow. <laughs> um. All right. That that that's all I've got for for Jerome Ford. I want to move on to my guy, Najee Harris. <laughs> if you have this man. I think you sell him for peak value right now. Um, he had his one game over 10 points. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this is when I bought him last year, and then he became a steady Eddie, you know, 12 to 14 a game kind of guy. Um, but n- he's not a league winner. This is maybe a locked-in RB2, uh, but also could just be a team killer with how many weeks he scored under seven points this year. Um, are you guys at all willing to accept Najee in a trade? Um, I, I suppose <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to instant reject if, if Najee's offered to you. Yeah. It's not, it's not an instant reject. I'd maybe trade like, <laughs> I don't know. I might do, I'd probably do Tuba Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> Chupa Hubbard for Najee straight up. I'd obviously rather take Najee on that side, but um, even that I mean, one's tough. Chupa could win a league. Not you easy. can see Chupa taking over and they're really run heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. It's yeah, he's tough because it doesn't feel like there's any up, upside and there's no. There's not a positive sentiment around him. So, like, like for me, like, I'm thinking about my bench. It's like I trade Roshan Johnson for him for, you know, if they want, like, an end-of-bench upside pick. But I don't know but why they do that? do that. No, I don't know why they do that. But it's like I don't I don't even know if I'd want to give up Terry McLaurin unless I needed a starting running back, you know. <laughs> so, it's tough. But if I think if you needed a starter, Terry McLaurin might be a good trade offer for him. Okay. Um, I'm going to rapid fire here. Would you? <laughs> but feel free to explain yourself. Would you rather have um, Najee Harris or Jalen Warren? <laughs> I'd rather have Jalen Warren. <laughs> me too, actually. Braden? Yeah, yeah me and, too. And, and Jalen Warren is 
the team's RB2 on the depth chart, but he's a better fantasy asset than Najee Harris for most of the games this year. Yeah. Um, and and I he, feel like he has a ceiling. There's that contingent upside of if Najee goes down. Not to, not saying that if Jalen Warren went down, that wouldn't be better for Najee, but I think there's a bigger boost for Warren if Najee goes down, you know, versus okay. vice versa. Uh, but now's the time. I think you could flip Najee for Jalen Warren. Um <laughs> potentially uh, if you want to swap running backs um what other quick hitters do i have for you Najee harris or damian pierce i'd probably rather take Najee actually yeah i'd take okay. Najee there sure um Najee harris or kareem hunt i'd probably still stick with Najee. i think i have to go hunt <sighs> yeah i'd probably stick with Najee. <laughs> All right, um, let's keep rolling things along here. We we got more names to get through. Let's 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 try to get as many values as we can. Garrett, talk about a guy whose whose value is, is potentially a little bit lower right now that you could be targeting to trade or trade for. I mean, it's definitely the lowest it's been all season, um, and it's Austin Eckler right now. Um, I mean, comes off of the injury and comes back and has back to back bad weeks. Goes from a eight point two. Um, to a 5.1 and half point PPR. That's just not, not what you expect out of Austin Eckler. So he had a big first game for you, but has done absolutely nothing since. They had two tough defenses, but this guy's normally a focal point in offense. And if I think he probably still is, I think he's still a, a, an RB1 fantasy asset rest of the way here. So I, I would try to buy, um, but interested to hear what you guys think the value is. Yeah, Brilliant. I yeah I I'm a yeah big believer in buying low on Austin Eckler. Um, if you look, they have an incredible schedule. He's still coming off the injury. I think it has to do with his rushing rushing efficiency. They still have nobody behind him that is a threat for carries. His usage has been great too. It's just the efficiency right now. So um, no, I think he's due to come back. The only thing you have to worry about is can he retweet the ankle and be out for the whole rest of the year. But if you can buy low on him and not give up top assets that guy can totally win you a championship i think yeah um i'm trying to think i want to know what other running back if you're giving up austin eckler you still need to get a starting running back in return um so would you rather have raheem oh no would you rather have saquon barkley or austin eckler i think oh man i think i'd I think I'd rather have Austin Eckler. I think I'd rather have Eckler too. Okay. Um, would you rather have Tony Pollard or Austin Eckler? I'd rather have Austin Eckler. I I think so too. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That one's Eckler. I'm a little um, concerned now with Pollard. And then what about Kenneth Walker or Austin Eckler? I love Kenneth Walker. He's been great this year, but I think I'd still just bet on Austin Eckler. That's a good point. I was thinking of because I've, I mean, I've contemplated offering Kenneth Walker trail for Austin Eckler or finding something like that, and I don't know if I want to accept that risk uh, a little bit with the injury stuff. So I, I still lean Kenneth Walker, although obviously he popped up on the injury report, but just the youth and uh, the really? fact that he hasn't been hurt um, that kept me from doing it. Yeah, I think I'd rather have Austin Eckler, um, but I can understand, you know, if if one guy gets hurt and the other one doesn't, you know, that's a league-ending trade. You know, your season's done if you if you get the wrong running back there and one of them sucks. So, um, interesting stuff. Braden, who, who's a guy that you wanted to talk about the value on here this week? Yeah, Savante Adams. Um, you know, he's been really disappointing the last couple weeks. Obviously, part of it that plays into it is Brian Hoyer's been the starter. But I think right now he's someone that you can acquire. You know, a lot of the times these top receivers are almost impossible to get a hold of. And I still think Devontae is that dude. He's still the same guy. And I think he's done very well with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, I think you can get him at a discount right now and he could really have a great stretch run. Yeah, he's he's a... a a roller coaster of a wide receiver and with the bad quarterback play, it's, it's tough to figure out his value, you know, for the rest of the season. 
but yeah, his, his value is low-ish after the last three weeks he's had under 10 points uh, in half PPR. But I think if, if you, would you rather, I'm just going to get into some, would you rather, would you rather have Puka Nakua or Devonte Adams? I'm going to be crazy and go Puka. I just don't trust that quarterback situation there. That's really difficult, man. Um, I think, I think I have to go Devonte there. Okay. I, I would go Devonte. Just you know what he's done before. Um, how about CD Lamb or or Devonte Adams? I think that's CD all day. Ooh, I think that's Devonte all day for me. I mean, CD is the wide receiver twenty three. Devonte is the wide receiver ten. He had three or four good weeks to start out the season, and you know two or three bad ones here. I I, I stick with Devonte because you know you got that thirty point week in him um, a couple more times this year and. He, he said that alpha. Um, the Cowboys do have I a think, good stretch run, and CD went for 190 yards last week. But I still, yeah, I'd still go Devonte. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think all of these guys are are elite good wide receivers. receivers. That yeah. that's kind of where a tier ends is with those those three, and maybe Adam Thielen sneaking in that tier. Uh, <laughs> he might be sneaking in that tier. The, the uncertainty of of his new play callers is is still keeping his value low. Send send your offers out. Try to trade for Adam Thielen. Um, uh, I guess I, I just want to quick touch on my guy that's that's maybe got a lower value, Marquise Brown. Um, you know, he's a wide receiver for Arizona, and, you know, he started out the year really hot, really consistent, and he's cooled off for two weeks now. Um, so I think with Kyler Murray coming back soon, this could be an absolute lock in, in your wide receiver two spot, and you're never going to miss. He's going to get you 10 to – 18 points mo- pretty much every week the rest of the season once once Kyler's back and so Marquise Brown is a is guy I would definitely try to buy low on still um any wide receiver or running backs that you you think I should throw out there in a one-for-one offer to try to move them I'm trying to think that's a good that's a good question do you think T Higgins would get it done if someone's like over T Higgins and um, someone buys in. I, I, I think, think that could get it done. Games. I'd yeah. I'd rather have Marquise Brown. I would too, but, but I think that some people would re- definitely rather have T. What about Christian Kirk or Marquise Brown? I, that's the name I was just thinking of. Um, I'd rather have Marquise. Um, really? But Christian Kirk's been good, man. Yeah, Kirk is. He's the wide receiver seventeen, and that was with a one point week one. Um, he's he's been over. 11 or 12 uh he's been in that 11 to 16 range for the last six straight weeks that's what you're looking for from your wide receiver too just locked and loaded 12 14 ish points a game you know you're gonna get it and you let your studs carry you the rest of the way um so i mean that's that's exactly how i view um marquise brown he's him he's a clone of christian kirk (laughs) fantasy wise that's true I think you can get those deep targets too. That's that's where he really can shine is those those long touchdowns that maybe Christian Kirk, although we got one last week, but not as much as profile, you know. Yeah. So, so did you say you both lean Marquise Brown there? I'd go yep, Marquise there. Here. Yeah. Okay. I might I might throw that trade out there. I have Christian Kirk. So thanks for the advice. <laughs> we got you. Um, okay. Well, I, we're we're kind of stalling along here. We're, we gotta we gotta wrap things up a little quicker here. I, I want to get us uh, into our stone cold picks of the week here. Um, last week we were one for three on starts, two for three on sits, and two for three on sleepers. Um, and so let let's just keep the momentum going here. I guess Garrett, uh, do you want to hit us off with your start of the week this week? I'm going with DJ Moore. I think it's a little scary with the with the Beijing quarterback situation, but he got targeted pretty often in that game. Um, good target percentage, had a touchdown taken back for stepping out of bounds. Um, I, I just see them continuing to use DJ Moore and go after him as the number one receiver in that offense, and he's he's a great receiver for quick off the line um, kind of stuff. I think he's going to have a big week against a pretty terrible Charger secondary. The 32nd ranked uh, Chargers secondary. Uh, Braden, who's your start this week? Picking Zay Flowers against Arizona at Arizona. Um, the guy's a target hog. He's clearly emerged as the number one 
Um, Odell Beckham is questionable. He still could play, but it doesn't really matter. I think it's a good matchup against Arizona, and he gets the volume. So I think he's going to have a great week. Agreed. I've got the same game, um, different position. I'm going with Gus Edwards at Arizona. Um, The Gus (laughs) Buzz. He put up, what, 20 points last week? week. He had a great week, and he's going against Arizona. At Arizona, I like Baltimore's odds to have a positive game script, and that means Gus Edwards is going to get another – 14 to 16 carries, 60 yards and a touchdown, and maybe another 80-yard catch. <laughs> the 80-yard right. catch was crazy. That was <laughs> nuts. Um, Garrett, who's your sit this week? I'm going with Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Owen Brandon Ayuk, he's ranked wide receiver nine. I, I think that's a little high, especially given the Brock Purdy concussion. Um, sounds like it's going to be Sam Darnold, which I don't know in that offense is that big of a hit. Um, I mean, that offense is just good, but it's a lot, there's a lot to spread the ball around too. And I think it's probably going to be a big Christian McCaffrey game. Yeah, it's a, it's a bold sit, but you can totally see the, the story there. Braden, who's your sit this week? I picked Joe Mixon at San Francisco. Um, Not again. You know, it's going to come back guy. to burn you again. 40 points. <laughs> <laughs> that, that did happen last year, didn't it? That was a, a tough one. And I, I almost, uh, you know, through trauma, just deleted this completely off the page. But, no, I, I went with Joe Mixon at San Francisco. I feel pretty good about it. Um, you know, he's been a high floor guy, but it's kind of like Rashad White. It's like you know that there's opportunity, but if you have a better start, um, I'd, probably, I'd tr- probably try to go for, for them. Uh, Garrett, I gotta correct you. It was a fifty-point week that Braden said said to sit <laughs> Joe Mixon last year. My, my guy, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, at Detroit this week. Las Vegas running back, ranked RB thirteen. Um, I just, you know, he's been pretty bad. They've they've kind of maybe been giving other running backs more work. He's not getting the target share. Josh Jacobs is just, he's trending down and that Detroit defense is, you know, it's still a good defense. Um, they had an off week this week, but it's a tough matchup. Um, so Josh Jacobs, maybe I just want him to turn it around, but he's, he's my sit this week. Um, Garrett, who's your sleeper? Well, it's Thursday night. We're uh, watching a game currently. Our listeners, for the most part, will hear this tomorrow. But I'm going with Chris Godwin, and you can just tally me one. Um, I uh, picked Chris Godwin earlier in the day. I I like the matchup here against Buffalo, um, and he's had a good day because of it. Uh, Because I'm picking this so late after I've seen a a touchdown and all, I'm still going to take my point for this. Uh, I'll throw out a bonus pick of Drake London this week. You. All right, um, Braden, who's your sleeper this week? I'm going with uh, the guy that Zach brought up earlier, Josh Downs. I also brought him up the week before. Uh, actually, I think he was just, he might have been my sleeper last week too. <laughs> but um, I think you know against New Orleans, um, you know they're going to be checking it down a ton. He's going to get a ton of volume, and I think he's going to have a great week once again. Sign me up. That's my new league-winning wide receiver. Um, my sleeper, Chuba Hubbard versus Houston this week. Miles Sanders is not the dude. Chuba's going to get the work in a positive game script. He's getting more carries in a negative game script. He's getting way more receptions. Um, Chuba's my sleeper this week. And then last, our, our random pick of the week. This is a good one. What flex position player scores between 9.5 and 10.5 points in half PPR this week? Garrett? That's pretty low. I'm going Terry McLaurin, though. All right. Braden? Michael Thomas. I got my guy Najee Harris. <laughs> I think I think we we're gonna go three for three, and these guys are all gonna get about nine and a half points this week. <laughs> um, all right, well let's get let's get into our our last segment here, our dank flex plays. Um, you know, I'm I'm getting very excited for for our final segment, the the munchies. But we've got to we've got to go through five matchups this week and and pick a uh, would you rather from each team. Uh, last week. Garrett went three for five, Braden four for five, and Zach three for five. So we boosted the the percentages, and Luke, he unfortunately went one for five. <laughs> um, and so he brought down the guest percentage. But uh, I think we've got some some good ones lined up here tonight. Are you, are you guys ready for some rapid-fire pick Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. 
We've got Texans at Panthers. Damian Pierce or Chuba Hubbard? Chuba Hubbard. Brandon? Chuba Hubbard. I'm also picking Chuba Hubbard. Uh, we've got Falcons at Titans. Tyler Algier or Ty J Spears? Tyler Algier. Braden? This is like a bet on if you think uh, Derrick Henry is going to get traded. Uh, I'm going to go Tyler Algier. I'm going to go with Ty J Spears. Um, we've got Eagles at Commanders. Devonta Smith or Terry McLaurin? Garrett? Terry. Brandon? Uh, this, one, this one sucks. because uh, Terry's got the safe volume, but I think Smith is so due for a big game. Um, I'm going to go Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is absolutely due for a big game, but you cannot pick him right now, and I and therefore I'll go with the the safer pick, Terry McLaurin. Um, Chiefs at Broncos, Rashi Rice or Cortland Sutton? Man, <laughs> uh, this Chiefs defense is for real. I'm going Rashi Rice. Okay, Braden. Is is the trade deadline this week? Uh, yeah, the, well, for the NFL, it's next week, next Wednesday. It's I think. next week, so whenever. Okay, then I will go. I'm still gonna go Cortland Sutton. Okay, I I was thinking I was gonna go Cortland, but but Garrett may have swayed me here. That that defense is is pretty good for Kansas City. I'm going Rashi Rice, and then last but not least, we've got Bengals at 49ers. T Higgins or Brandon Ayuk. I'm somehow picking my sit of the week. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk is now performed <laughs> T. Higgins. Wow. Britton? I still don't know if T is going to be a decoy with his rib thing, so I'll say Ayuk, but I think normally I'd pick T. I think that T is due. Um, I wasn't risky with the last pick. I'll be risky with this one. I'll go T. Higgins over Brandon Ayuk, and that is our dank flex plays for week number eight. I think this is one of the most excited I've been to make it to the finish line. Um, I think this is going to be top tier. Oh, 100%. Um, We are entering the final uh, segment of our podcast. It's time for the munchies. This week, we've got the Ruffles Flamin' Hot Queso Cheese Chips. You're going to get that nice ruffly crunch. get the Flamin' Hot. You get the queso cheese. Um, Anything else that you guys want to say before we dig in? I mean, right off the bat, this just reminds me of the LeBron James flaming Hot Cheddar Sour Cream ruffles. Hype. Absolutely. Uh, we gave that a, a resounding score last time. It might have been three tens. It was at least two. Um, I'm, I'm expecting big numbers here. I'm very excited. Also, if you guys are up for it, I would be down to talk some Vikings talk as we're... Of course. Like, yeah, as we're, as we're eating. I feel like we've had the biggest week of the entire season and we can't brush over it, so... <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I'm going to mute my mic. Let's try these chips and then we'll get right back into it. Well, I'm going to just to start off the bat. These are fire, obviously. I don't know if you guys remember the flavor of the Flamin' Hot LeBrons. But, but it was similar. <laughs> it tastes like I don't know if I can taste the difference, and maybe I need to like have both bags in front of me and try. But right now, it tastes like what it's I remember honestly, the LeBron. It honestly does taste pretty much the exact same <laughs> as the LeBron flaming hot cheddar and sour cream ruffles. I think it's a little less sour creamy. Uh, I agree. Just a okay. hair less. Just a hair cream. less, which is why I think it's better. <laughs> wow. How could this be better than than one of the few chips we've ever given a 10 out of 10? I think this is better. I think this is exactly what I wanted the LeBron James chips to be. I think they, they if, if they could possibly have a complaint, it would be that the Flamin' Hot isn't like in your Quite face. Quite hot enough. But that, that's also kind of nice. That's I'm also sick of nice. having it's, my face completely melted off. It's, it's kind of nice. <laughs> okay, I, I'm getting that now. I get what you're saying. Less of that sour creamy. All right. Um, well, this has definitely lived up to the hype. That I don't know if the the fans will know, but that was a longer pause than I I usually take because I just wanted to keep eating. So, um, do you guys just want to give this a, a quick score out of ten here? Do I need to say it? Yeah, Garrett, what, what score are you it's giving? A ten. It? <laughs> Braden. 
I'm giving it a 10 too. Let's go. <laughs> I I think I like the LeBron one more. I think they're the exact same chip. <laughs> but that said, this is a 10 out of 10. This is <laughs> This is what I want when I buy chips. Yeah. This is this is going to enter my house again. They know what the people want. No doubt about it. They didn't want to mm-hmm. change it up too much, just slight variation. I'm I'm going to show other people this bag of chips. Just like this, but I'm going to eat it all. But here's a picture. I love how just like on point we are with our snacks and like yeah. our flavor profiles. For us, we're pretty simple men here. We are flaming Hot Ruffles chips. Yep. And we are sour strips. <laughs> That's it. That's all we need to be happy. And top the tater to dip the chips in. Top, top the tater. We never have it, but it would always help. <laughs> Um, well, Braden, you brought it up earlier, Vikings talk. We moved to three and four with the win over the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night. Kirk looked lights out. Jordan Addison lights out. That defense lights out. I mean, what are you, what are your thoughts? Uh, I just, how they have some type of way of right when you finally hit that breaking point, like right when you hit that edge of like, you're still hoping the entire time. And then finally you have that moment of nah, it's two and five. Like we, we brushed over it on the power. Like, yeah, it's going to be two and five. Like it's, it's over. And then whenever that happens, when you finally give up that last bit of hope, they find a way to pull you back in every single time. <laughs> and it's the, the wild the ride. Bikes, being a Vikings fan. <laughs> It's, it's, it's every year, goddamn. <laughs> I've been looking up the playoff odds of like, you know, two and four teams and all that. It was like five percent. We don't we don't even need to look at playoff odds. We just need to look at the Viking schedule and oh my god, is it a cakewalk? Like I'd <sighs> be I'd be surprised if we didn't go six and two or better. In the next eight here. I agree. I mean, and the Lions lost. That was huge. We got we got the, we got at the Packers this week, who are just depleted. And then you're at the Falcons. Could be a little tough, but you should be able to beat them. The Saints, the Broncos, the Bears, the Raiders. That's your next seven games. And then you got the Bengals, who've been terribly disappointing. Like you can easily win six games there. You could win seven. You could win eight going into the final three weeks of Lions, Packers, Lions. Like, there's no reason you can't be back in this thing. I wanted, the thing lose, is, I wanted to lose to the Bears, and we didn't. And then we beat the Niners. So it's like, and I don't know. No, here's the thing. We're, we're having the law of averages bounce back against us this year. We went 11-0 and in one-score games last year, and we started out bad. And now we got a couple one-score games to go our way. We're definitely going to lose one or two of those next five or six that that look easy, that look like we should be the favorites. We're going to lose one or two of them, and we'll win three or four. And uh, and then it'll get to the end of the season, and we'll sneak in as a seven seed and lose in round one like we always do. <laughs> but, hey, we have Addison now. And I, will I know say, I love him. The defense. This is the I'm X so factor hyped. here. The the way that Brian Flores has coached up this defense has been incredible. To, to stifle Christian McCaffrey like they did in that game, I know he he still had two touchdowns. I mean, the guy is undeniable, but three yards a carry, like he does not get three yards a carry. And so that's been super exciting. Also, I think the most exciting thing is, is what a team can look like when you just don't turn the ball over. We turn the ball over on the first drive – like we have every first drive this stupid, year. Stupid turnover. But then we we're, we played the rest of the game clean, and we got three turnovers on the defensive side. If you win the turnover battle, this is a team that can win. Absolutely. If Brian Flores can keep up that pressure all year, I mean, you could win the NFC North. And and that's not to say that the, the Lions still can't go 12-5. and five. It's just if your team plays that good against a team that's as good as the 49ers, I'm going to just do that the rest of the year. <laughs> You're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. So, well, and the great thing is, is that we technically, I mean, it would be insane, but we technically have the destiny in our hands because we still have two games against the Lions and they're two games up on us, right? So, in theory, <laughs> I mean, we could win out. I mean, we technically have the destiny in our hands. Like, I don't think you're it's going to play out that way. But you're talking about winning out after week seven. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, we I don't think we're actually to, going we to do it. We just but... need to keep up with the Lions. 
just to have yeah, yeah. that. Absolutely. We still have those two games and we're gelling again. And um, no, it's just, uh, it's exciting. And we did that without Marcus Davenport too, That what we did on defense. Yeah. So seeing them get coached up, Jordan Addison hitting a stride, this offense could really open up. I'm, I'm, I'm fully back on the train, man. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm excited. It's wheels up. We're, we're drinking the purple Kool-Aid. Um, man, this is, this has been a fun night. Um, you know, I'd love to keep the conversation going, but we're, we're running out of time here. So, um, I wanted to let the people know the ruffles flaming hot queso cheese chips are a 10 out of 10. Go buy them, try them for yourself. We're not sponsored. Um, they're not either. as readily available as, as they should be yet, but they're going to be. Like, it better be. If they would have just put an NBA player on this, then we would have yeah. been fine. <laughs> Dude, just put – this is the Anthony Edwards of chips right here. Yes. This chip Ant has that on this dog way. in them, okay? Put that dog on this dog of a chip. Have yourself a good week. Good luck in fantasy. It's do or die. Um, we're halfway through the regular season. We'll, we'll maybe have to do some recaps of how the first half of the season's gone soon. But anything else that you, you, you guys wanted to let the people know? Best of luck with the matchups this week, people. And Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes. Good luck. And until next time, uh, later, dudes. Later, dude. Later.